0: Hello! Hello. And Nick David's is going to try his luck.
1: This is some oh, sick shit is, right oh. here. <laughs> yeah. Truly unforgettable evening. Life is beautiful every day. Absolutely.
2: Alright then This is the Ridiculous Nicholas Car Cast I'm somewhere in Wisconsin I'm here with my dear friend Nick Moss We're driving home from our last gig together We just did four shows in the last four days We've eaten a lot of food I've been I've bad been, food. Yeah, I've been hip to all the bad, bad good food. Yeah, I've been hip to all the bad good food in and around Chicago. Not all of it, but I, I got a lot of
1: good things to I gave you a good cross section.
2: Yeah, a nice little cross section. I'm very I'm very
1: pleased with it. Yes. Uh, you had your four food groups. You had your pizza group, your Italian beef group, your hot dog group. Your and your Margie's Candy Super Sunday group.
2: That's right. And I had my hot dog and my Italian beef more than once.
1: <laughs> you know, this is this is like a sexy car cast because we're in the car and we're driving home together and we're talking about hot dogs. Yes, yeah, so I love hot dogs. Uh so I'm you're gonna, a convert you're
2: gonna now. This, right? I'm a total no. <laughs> No, nope. uh, it, it doesn't get edited. So whatever shit you say on here, unless it's really incriminating, I'm not.
1: I'm not uh, fucking afraid.
2: Unless you, uh, unless you say someone's uh, a c-word, then you go, I shouldn't have said that. Person was a c-word. So unless that happens, uh, nothing is getting edited. That's right. So all the shits and fucks
1: and farts and it's all staying there. That's it's right. all in there. This car's like Vegas. What happens in... Next car stays in Nick's car. See, when, see, 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 the next car. Except for when, except when it goes shit. on the internet. Except when it goes on the internet. I'm not afraid.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you where all the bodies are buried. So I'm a convert. I am a Chicago hot dog convert. Okay. Uh, I have eaten hot dogs the same way my entire life. This is how I have always liked a hot dog. I like onions, relish. And the big no-no in Chicago, ketchup. That's nope. all. Nope. That's how I've eaten Chicago. That's
1: all I've eaten hot dogs my whole life. That's like that's like a that's that's like a backyard barbecue dog, and it's kind of okay, but not really. No one will actually say it's okay, but you'll see it happen. People just kind of look the other way. It's usually like a like a barbecue kind of thing, but I, or little kids. Little kids will put like ketchup and relish on their hot dogs. At parties, and and you can see the parents—they're they're a little upset, but they let it happen.
2: <laughs> so like the first. So I, I got to meet Nick's daughter, who's really I like her a lot. She's such a fun little kid, and she's a sweetheart. And one of the first things that she said to me was, uh, "We don't put ketchup on hot dogs in Chicago." It was literally in the first five sentences of me knowing her. Yeah. Like, hi, how are you? What's going on? Nice to see you. We don't put ketchup on hot dogs in <laughs>
1: Chicago. <laughs> well, you got to set up that we were going out to dinner too. She had just gotten home. I, yeah, was taking, we I was taking you uh, to uh, you know an iconic place where you get your hot dogs and your bees. And I had one today. She was just warning you. That's all. She was giving you a heads up. Yeah, I had one today, and it has. Listen, there is a full
2: length pickle on my hot dog, and I'm into it. I dug it. I ate it today, and it was yeah. so good. I didn't. I only got. I got one hot dog, and then I got an Italian beef. And when I got done with the hot dog, I wish I had another hot dog
1: because it was so good. Yeah, the classic Chicago setup. You got your poppy seed bun. Most places will serve it with the poppy seed on it. Yeah, that's that's pretty old school. It doesn't necessarily have to, but it's better if it does. All right. And then you've got your your Vienna beef hot dog, your Vienna beef. Oh, that's the one right there, the Vienna beef one? Your Vienna beef.
2: Ah, it's a delicious one right there. Right here in Chicago. Right there in Chicago, they have them now,
1: all the time. It's, it's, it's not unheard of to use another brand called Bobex, which is another sausage company in Chicago, but more than likely it's a Vienna beef. All right. Can I tell you what the hot dogs are in the East Coast? Oh, I know. I've had them all. What are you they? You can tell the
2: people. They're called sconlins. Those are the those are the ones that are like the they're they're all linked together. Oh, those yeah. are like the quote unquote gourmet hot dogs right, right, right. of New England. Ah, uh, those sconlins? All right.
1: The natural casings. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Yeah, all casings. that. Yep. Well, all that. Well, little... the, the Chicago hot dogs, is that you gotta have the, okay. So you get the the poppy seed bun, the hot dog, yeah, steamed. Not boiled, yep. not grilled, steamed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The bun also gets a steam too a little bit. Okay. Steamed. Then what you do is you get a little smear of mustard. Yeah. Just a little bit. You don't overpower with the mustard. Just a little bit of mustard. You got relish. Some people go with this bright green ass relish. Doesn't necessarily have to be just food color anyways, but your relish, your chopped onions, tomatoes, either slices or chopped. I prefer the slices. And a full-length quartered dill pickle. Yeah. And celery salt. That's the key ingredient. You put a yeah. little celery salt on top of that. Okay. Was there, was and there then, some a kraut in there, too? No. Okay. And then what they do is, if you want some heat, you know, you tell them you want sport peppers on it. And sport peppers are these tiny little, I think they belong to the jalapeno family, but they're not called jalapeno. I, I'm not even sure what... Yeah, they asked me today if
2: I wanted them on there and the
1: sport I, I opted peppers. out. I opted out of the sport peppers. Yeah. They they got a little they got a little bite to them, but they're you know, they're not. They're nothing crazy, but I always get them with the sport peppers. That's your classic Chicago dog. There's a few other places in the city that will opt out of the tomatoes and pickles and just do onions, relish, mustard, and celery salt. And that's also there's two schools of thought. And that's, that's also some people, some old school people go, no, nah, this is the way it's supposed to be. And some people on this side of Chicago go, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. Okay. But generally, it's the Vienna beef and real and, and, yeah, mustard, no ketchup, onions, relish, and definitely the celery salt. But, you know, you'll find that's, that's pretty much your, your, your Chicago dog. Well, I was not disappointed
2: by it, I'll tell you that. And every I, I really hope that there's going to be a
1: place open in O'Hare tomorrow when I go to catch my flight because... You probably never noticed it before, but now that you've had a Chicago hot dog, you will notice that every time you fly through O'Hare that you can get a Chicago hot dog. Yeah, and I have to find that hat store. There's a hat store somewhere in O'Hare
2: where I got my broner, my like... They call it like the newspaper boy hat. To,
1: to replace the one my dog
2: ate? And, <laughs> no, oh shit. <laughs> I could fucking forgot about that. Uh God damn it It was so fast too It was literally on my head I was lying in the bed It was on my head I stood up And then walked into the recording studio Which was 15 feet away Yep You said six words to me And I looked back down the hallway And somehow he had jumped up on the bed Grabbed my hat And he was in the middle of the downstairs Just gnawing on it He's like, a, I he's like, like a ninja dog I'm like, dude, what do you do? I thought it was, I couldn't tell what it was. I thought it was, I brought some galoshes, which I would have been less upset about because they're just rubber galoshes. You can get those anywhere. But it wasn't my galoshes. It was my favorite hat. But my other, I brought my two favorite hats with me. One of them got eaten. The other one did not. But I want to go back to that store because that company, Broner, makes really good hats. Anyways. That's my whole hat story. I'll be your broner. You're my broner. You know what that is? Do you have a broner? Do you have a broner right now? So
1: you do know what a broner is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let them guess. Are those lights in the road, or are they reflectors? They're just reflectors. Wow,
2: they look like, like just, actual lights. are really nice reflectors.
1: Mm. So we had a lot of fun the last four days. We're literally doing this podcast at like 75 miles an hour. That's how fast we do this podcast. Crazy. Flying down the highway. You guys can hear the reverb tank bouncing in the back? That's right. At least
2: it's not plugged in and you get the...
1: That's my favorite thing. My guitar player used to have this reverb tank that And every time the drummer hit his kick drum, the reverb tank would go
2: It would happen fifty times a night and I was like, Dude, that fucking tank is not happening, man. You gotta do something
1: about that.
2: It's literally like five times a song.
0: Yeah,
1: I used to I used to have one of those outward reverb tanks, man, and it just drove me nuts and I finally said, Screw it. So we just left
2: left Dave Potter's show in Beloit, Beloit, Wisconsin. Beloit, yes, Beloit. And it was fun. He learned uh, he learned a bunch of tunes off of my record, and uh, the audience was great. Um, The much bigger disappointment to this whole trip, much bigger disappointment than my losing my hat. Is that I didn't bring any CDs like a fucking asshole.
1: There's your lesson for the podcast, number one. It's such a lesson. Anyone out there that is traveling or is going to be a special guest, uh, make sure you bring product to sell. Oh, so
2: i re- I re- extra cash listen, in your pocket, listen, dummy Listen, when I leave to go to the frickin' McDonald's I bring a couple CDs in case I run into somebody You don't understand how out of character it is for me And the fact that I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning Before I
1: left I had
2: to get up at 5 o'clock to catch my flight to
1: see who's you the, Who's the guy that was in Remember Fred Flintstone cartoon? Hello, dum-dum yeah did that guy pop Listen, on your, did that guy pop not, on your shoulder when I, you realized you I've forgot been, your CDs I've been I've been like
2: uh, did you did how many you, times did you, ever watch, did you ever watch did you watch uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire and the do you I, see that I, at all I've, I've only seen a few episodes oh right well that. there's a there's a, a guy who is part of the alcohol task force and he's super religious and he used to whip himself no. so so that's he would take his shirt off and he would whip himself to scars to bloody scars and that's, that's uh, a that's I, a that's a
1: sect of uh, catholicism
2: yeah yeah some kind of crazy opus Catholic. Dei. opus
1: Dei. You but where that's where I learned that from the I don't da vinci know. code bro Oh. is I'm yeah. Catholic and I learned it in a movie. Anyways, there you go. I'm not a practicing Catholic.
2: Me either. <laughs> uh, let's see, make sure this thing's working. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. For those of you who are wondering what's happening right second. now, I'm just looking he, he, Yeah, I just he, wanted to make sure that the thing
1: was still running something between my legs and I'm searching
2: right now. <laughs> I couldn't tell the light went off I couldn't tell if it was still recording I just wanted to make sure it was still recording and it is Uh, so I'm like that dude who was played by Michael uh, oh the
1: big tall dude I I, I like that actor Um, yeah he
2: was in that he was in that movie where he went crazy built the shelter underground for the storm he's been in a million things he was in Michael uh, Shannon Michael Shannon yeah yeah so that,
1: that was guy, the actor that guy's great man he's a great actor I didn't realize how tall that guy was man he oh was yeah he was huge <laughs> he was also in uh, in Superman He played yeah yeah he, he played, played Zord yeah. Zod Zord and he didn't look that big in, you know and he's built but he didn't look that tall in the movie but man I saw him in real life he tall as hell huh? big dude yeah, so he was the
2: one whipping himself. So that's what I've been doing since I got here, is whipping myself for not bringing CDs.
1: Ugh, so painful. No, because, listen, I, the
2: people came out in droves tonight, I would have sold at least 10 CDs tonight.
1: Usually when I do something stupid like that, that little guy from the front Flintstone cartoon comes like, <laughs> Hello, Dim-Dum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, man. And it
1: happens often with me. Hello, dum-dum. So bad.
2: So I would have sold a bunch there. I would have sold a bunch at Danny's because they, that first set at Danny's, there was, there was a hundred people in there and I would say sixty of the hundred people came out to hear live music. And, That's a fun. Gig. and we had a great first set. I totally would have sold ten CDs there. Uh, Oh well, it's a—it's a, that's, thats one of my it's definitely a learner. I'll, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. You learn something new every time you go. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. I did a show over in Europe a while back, and
1: so it's, it's that, just saw that mustache hair in my throat. Oh, <laughs> Nick
2: was saying earlier that every time he hates playing, he played harmonica on this gig. I I, I talked him into doing a song and. I played uh, guitar really terribly. You were whipping that mule's ass, boy. <laughs> I couldn't, his strap was so low. I have to look at the fretboard because so, I can't tell what I'm, I can't not look at what I'm playing. I have to see what I'm playing. And it was so low, I kept trying you see, to. You just sat down Indian style on the floor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was just—it was just to get this basic. Nice. That's all I was trying to get, and I couldn't get it together. Oh, it was bad. I felt like the drummer kept giving me the stink eye because I, I kept cla- clamming all over the place.
1: Dirty's a bad motor scooter boy. Don't yeah. So who did he play with? Uh, See, Dirty man, he played with uh, with Luther Allison. And yeah. And Pum- I'm almost certain he played with with uh, Albert Collins too for a while. Yeah. He's he's a local hero in the uh in the, in Madison, Wisconsin area and uh, most like central and southern part of Wisconsin. And played right. with a lot of guys. Played with Jim Live the Great Jim Live and Yeah. He's well, just a bad dude. He made a point to t- cuz they uh so Dave Potter and his band
2: they, uh, he downloaded my record and they, he asked me what songs to learn. I gave him like five, six tunes to learn off the record. And they learned all of them and so they had listened to all the records, all of the record. And, um, <clears throat> Steve made a point to come up to me afterwards and say, um, hey man, your drummer on that record, he's a bad motherfucker. You gotta tell him that. So I gotta, I got to remember to tell Rick Russo that the drummer for Luther Allison and Albert Collins said you're a bad motherfucker.
1: Oh, that Rick yeah. Russo guy. He gets the praise. Yeah, man. He deserves it. He's my boy. And you had old Dave Wood playing bass, former Moss Brothers bass player. Yeah, he played with he played with both you and your brother, yeah. That's right. He's on, uh, I think he's on two of my brother's CDs and he's on one of mine. He's on CD Man on my uh on my cd cd may and and i believe he's on one of the live at chans i think the live at chans that my brother did oh because joe did a live at chans too yeah yeah and we were uh, talking about this the other day i was at the first live at chans that you did yeah the mike
2: welsh yeah on. yeah mike and i drove down together and he introduced us but
1: you don't remember any of it they uh, said I did. You did? Yeah, I told oh. you I remembered.
0: Oh, okay. When you
1: actually, you reminded me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. I forget. We didn't know each
2: other then. I was still hoping that Mike would be like, hey, man, hey,
1: man.
0: Get
1: my friend up there. He's like, yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, delusion. yeah, Nick, it was del- yeah. totally delusional. Yeah, was totally like, delusional. He goes, yeah I was. At, I was there. You know, I was hoping that, that you'd come and play. And I, she didn't yeah, know me at all. You were recording said, a Nick, record. I said, Nick, you do realize we were recording a lot of CD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted to get up. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh well. That's probably better off. <laughs> Awkward silence.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice.
2: So and then so, Dave, Steve, and then Dave Potter. So two, yeah. two Daves. Dave's the bass player. And then two Daves, two Nicks, two Nicks. Actually, three Daves because my last name is David. So oh, that's right. There you go. There's three David's, and two Nicks. Uh oh How do you like McRib. that? MacRib's back, boys. Oh man. Hey, uh, hey, internet world. The MacRib is back. Yeah. How about it? We just saw the billboard. I'm loving it. Lunch just got tastier. Mm, that is the grimiest thing on planet Earth. I have no idea what that mystery meat is, but I love it. <laughs> Such a
1: disgusting little <laughs> grimy-ass thing, but Dude, I can't wait to go to McDonald's and get a nicotine. I just, and I just acid licorice. crawl up the back of my throat just thinking about it. <laughs> All that nasty flavored barbecue uh, sauce that they use. So Ugh. disgusting. So, so what time do we have to get up tomorrow? Uh, you should probably be ready to go by like having the 15. latest. Yeah. You know, All right. We're talking travel plans now, sir. All right.
2: They can listen in. So we have to get up at seven fifteen. I have a ten o'clock fright, flight flight <clears throat> in Chicago, which I I I guess I I guess I didn't realize how far out of Chicago you live when I booked it. I thought you were closer to Chicago,
1: and I'm, so I thought exactly that exactly thirty eight miles from the, uh, yeah. the Chicago border. So I thought it would be what you call far west suburbs.
2: I thought it would be I thought we were be right in town so I didn't think, you know, I thought, oh, I'll get up at 8 and then uh, you know, oh, take no. a 15 minute oh, ride no problem. take a 15 minute ride down to O'Hare and then never occurred to you to do some Nick asked me when what time my flight was yesterday and I said 10. He's fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I think it's a recurring theme. I think he's probably asked me that. Fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I think he's
1: asked me that a few times this weekend. That's that's my dad. That's a long list. That's it's my like... dad. That that's all. that's that's Dennis coming out of me. <laughs> that's what I heard most of my life. Fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dennis Moss. I appreciate that.
2: Danny, Danny, Danny Moss. What are you doing?
1: It's Danny. <sighs> So we had a. I'm actually uh, bummed that you didn't get to meet Denny. On me trip. too. Or Sheila, my mom. Well, you would have loved the Moss family. Next I, time. I'm 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 going to come back.
2: We're going to do this sooner than later because we've been talking about doing this for three years. Be coming out and doing some shows with you. We're going to do it sooner than later. Maybe, maybe even summertime if there's if you ever have a stretch when you're around home. I'll just come out for a visit. not we'll to book gigs, but okay, I'll just... We're
1: getting into the fog again here. He's got to pay attention so we don't die. You know, just talk in my ear very gently and slowly. You're and lovely. Bring... Nick Boss. you're so lovely. Yes, yeah, so I do it very breath- breathy too when you talk. Please pay attention to the road so we don't uh, die. That's good. Does that excite you? You're, you drive so good. Keep
0: driving like that. You like my grip on I wheel. love the way you drive. Hold that wheel. Oh it's
2: my god. It's so firm, Moss. Mm-hmm. Alright, this is getting out of control. So, uh, we did four gigs. Our first gig was up in Wausau, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, that's one of two gigs we did in Wisconsin. Two gigs in Wisconsin, two gigs in Illinois.
1: Um, so, we played this gig and in, in, in Wausau place called malarkey's i never played there before i, I played up in wassa a bunch of times and by the way the
2: owner was a complete gem really really good, good dude, dude. Very good. who went way out of his way to take care of us and was just a really the music fan i like yep. when the
1: owners are music fans yep me too and uh we had a great gig but tell them tell them about the after party
2: (laughs) well so before i tell them that i want to tell you this so i went to malarkey's facebook page today and they had a post from uh, a few days before the show there's a picture of the had a picture of there's like five or six pictures of the nick moss band and it said coming to malarkey is the biggest show we've ever done so he was really excited to have the nick moss band there um, it was so it was like, excited for yeah, you. Yeah, it was like big bold print—the biggest show we've ever done. The Nick Moss band. Um, so anyway, so we we stayed in a hotel that was directly across the street. I had no idea how across the street it was. That just, we,
1: that just tells you how out of touch with the music world they
2: are, though. Yeah. I don't. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. The biggest show we've ever done, the Nick Wallace. Oh, 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 oh! You're t- You're tired. still on that. I thought you were talking humor. about the hotel. Humor. I was like, I don't understand how the hotel oh, factors in I'm here. Sorry. I was. You late. confused me. I was very. I'm easily confused. I'm tired. Um. So the hotel was right across the street and i didn't realize how close it was we we loaded we got to the hotel we went to the hotel first when we got into town unloaded everything all our clothes and shit hopped back in the van and literally drove 20 feet <laughs> we were at the we were at the club i was like wait what yeah. oh weird okay well we're here all right great uh so we went there we had a good gig you know the the crowd was all right um the food was good. The owner was great. We got back to the hotel, and we all went to our separate rooms. And um, I went... I, I, and so, the crowd was more than all right. They, they really fucked yeah, the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. They were... I, I just... Uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, comparing, fair, I'm favorite, comparing everything to everything else. My favorite was the obnoxious drunk guy dancing in front of me the Oh, whole time. my God. The guy, the, the 5,000 a night handshaker.
1: And then I went and I soloed it all up in his face and he loved it.
2: You, dude, you <laughs> got a fan for life. You did it to be a dick, but he thought you were doing it just to play a solo for him. And he fucking loves you. He's still talking about that now. He's like, he came out and did a solo right in my
1: face. It was amazing. I, I totally did. I walked out, right? into the crowd and then I lowered my shoulder right into him and I just kept walking him backwards. I, he have kept, he have just kept a, I have screaming a feeling that, in my ear going, "Yeah! Yeah!"
2: I have a feeling that's not the first time you've done that to somebody. Yeah, I think the fifth. Yeah.
1: I think the fifth.
2: Yeah, so that dude was just just every three minutes you just wanted to shake your hand it's like alright dude I fucking shook in your hand 20 times already that's enough and he kept he, was he excited. kept he was just excited yeah you know he was I get it but Michael Ledbetter wasn't having much more of it. He kept. He was also a back whacker, so he would whack you on the back and to tell you to give you an attaboy. A back you know, wacker, he was, he's a back whacker. Yeah, boom, right on the shoulder blade. Yeah, and then want to shake your hand. And the last time he did it, Michael walked up to me and he goes, that motherfucker hits me again, I swear to fucking God." <laughs>
1: Michael's already got a bad shoulder that dislocates very easily.
2: Oh, that's right. No wonder he was bugged out about it. trick shoulders. That's right. So anyways, we went back to the hotel. We're all in our separate rooms. I went over to... uh, I was staying with Taylor, and Michael Edbetter and Nick Fain were staying together. And I went over to their room because we wanted to watch videos of someone and make fun of them. And so... Uh, we were over there just having a ball, watching these videos, and just laughing hysterically and we YouTube, got a YouTube is fun late at night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well and it was a build up too because they were like
1: have you ever heard of blah 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 blah? And I went, No. They're like, What? You gotta they, see this video. That they're was like one of those things. And then everyone watches the video and laughs. And then some a hole was not part of the whole thing. He's got to ruin it by being an a-hole. Yeah, so somebody,
2: uh, we're watching the videos, we're laughing, and we get a... On the door, I go, oh, that must be Nick or something. Uh, must be somebody, so I thought it was one of our people. So I go to answer the door, and it's this little this little runt dude, this little five-foot-three dude, and he was like, hey, what are you guys doing in there? I'm like oh we're just you guys having a party I'm like no no we're just watching some videos are we i said are we too loud if we're too loud we'll quiet down dude i was totally nice to the guy and he's like no no not too loud i just thought you were having a party i was like oh no we're not but he he wouldn't leave he kept just wanted to look in the room and stay there i was like all right man well uh have a good night i'll, I'll see you later and then, then and he left then we go back and we started, we, we, you know, you know the rabbit hole of YouTube. You start watching one video, and that leads to another video, and that what, leads what's to another weird, video. What,
1: what weird was I was in a completely different room, and someone had knocked on my door, too. Ah. So by the time, but by the time I got out of bed and got dressed enough to go answer the door, there was no one there. And I'm like, I thought it was you guys dicking with me. Ah.
2: So about ten minutes later, we get another knock on the door. And I, I go to open the door, and there's nobody there. Yeah, and that's I go, like
1: basically what happened to me.
2: And I go, but we were, we were I went right there. You know, I was, I'm was i fully dressed, and I was sitting at the end of the bed on that little stool they had in the room there. Right. That little four-point stool there that was only about two feet off the ground, and I was sitting on that at the end of the bed. So I, got, I went right to the door as soon as he knocked, because I thought it was that dude again. I was going to be like, dude, what do you need? And
1: there was nobody there. Yeah. And so I go, what the fuck? So then... I can I could hear intermittently as I'm trying to fall asleep. You've you got to explain, this is probably going on for almost an hour by then, right?
2: No, like, no, no. This is So So I'm, I'm starting at the because beginning I, of it. I
1: kept almost falling asleep, and then I could hear like all this talking out in the hallway. I'm like, who the hell is I? I thought it was you guys, and I was about to go out and yell at you guys and go, hey, man, people are trying to sleep. You guys have to keep it down. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm usually that guy in my band that tells these guys when we get off the elevator, like, hey man, you know, you gotta be cool, man, keep it down, get the sleeping man. So at
2: one point there was a knock, and both of us opened the door at the same time. You opened the door and I opened the door at the same time, and you were like, "What the fuck is going on out here?" And I said, "I don't know what the fuck's going on. Somebody keeps knocking on the door." And you were like, "We started talking, and for so- there was a moment in the <coughs> when we were talking, and I was like." where you glitched enough to where I gave me enough suspicion where I thought maybe you were fucking with us. I was like, "Are you fucking with us?" And you were like, "No, man, I wouldn't do that shit." And I but I couldn't I couldn't get a good read on you. I couldn't get a good read. I I was, Cause I was half asleep too. Yeah. So cuz at one point you gave me a little smirk, like enough of a little smirk that I was I was hanging on to it for dear life. I couldn't get a no, read. That,
1: that that was my smirk it that it, it, which takes the place of fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Usually if I don't want to say, fuck is wrong with you, I just give you a smirk, it was just like... No, but it was a smiley, it
2: was a smiley smirk, it was a smiley Maybe smirk, can't that, I yeah, so anyways, so then, then that, all of a but that, sudden... But that was after the crash, the big crash. Right, when so right, crashed, right, that's shit. what it was, they, they, they took a fucking... One of the giant... Uh, one of the... Uh, luggage Luggage carts. carts. They ran it down the hallway and smashed it into our doors, and that's when we both came out at yeah. the same time. I
1: was like, what the hell?
2: <clears throat> so then we go back in the room <coughs> after after you and I talk. Now, this has been going on for about 15, 15 20 minutes, maybe. And There was a guy
1: in the hallway that goes, "Whoa! Oh,
2: I just came upstairs. Well, well the so wait. Yeah. So wait. There's two more things that happened. Oh. So, so uh, we... Now Michael and I are standing by the door. We're standing at the door, at the eye hole, looking out the eye hole, ready and waiting. We stood there for ten minutes and nothing happened. So we went, all right, fuck it. We went to go sit down. And literally, as soon as we sat down in our bed, it fucking happened again. And we beelined it back to the door, whipped the door open, ran out. We go, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> that's a... That's, that's a uh, Ledbetter's like, "What's up, motherfucker? You got a fucking problem?" And this dude's like, "No, no, man, I, I just came up from downstairs. I, I, I wasn't even. I didn't do anything. Like, fuck, you did. You've been fucking with us all night." It was, so there was two guys. There was one old, older guy that was probably in his forties, who was five foot three, five foot four, and bald. And then there was a, a young kid that was in his twenties, that was probably like six one or six two. Um, And it was the two of them, and they were both doing it. And apparently there was a third person in the room that I never saw. But these two guys were both doing it. So we go, go, oh, that's when you came out after we ran out of the room. We were running after the guy, and you were (laughs) were like, what the fuck's going on? So... i told you what was going on meanwhile he walked past us went back into his room and we were and we were um no 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 wait a second this is what happened so uh there was a there was a we went back in the room after that happened then there was another knock at the door and we ran out of the room just as the door 311 that was the room number that they were in right as 311 was closing so we knew it now we knew it was them So we knew the room they were in and everything, so Frank I went over. Michael's fucking banging on the door. Get out of here, motherfuckers! Yeah. And that's when you came out, then you came out, you started mouthing off to him, I was mouthing off to him. You bunch of fucking pussies. The and fuck's wrong bad. with you, you fucking twelve year olds? What are you, fucking twelve? You're out here bang it's three o'clock in the morning. The best part was they were in the room going, Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, well they were fucking with yeah. us back and they were like we like, come them. out here and they were like,
1: Ooh I knew it was all it was actually all I could do to keep from laughing. I was trying to maintain like the mean tone. Yeah, yeah. But I almost broke character. I almost broke it and started laughing because it was funny as hell, man. The dude's going, "Who is it?" <laughs> <laughs> I got to hand it to him. It was a little funny, but it yeah, was it, wasn't so that funny. it was three, so three, three no. o'clock in the morning. It was annoying as shit, but but in hindsight, it was a little funny. So, <laughs> so anyways, so.
2: It wasn't that funny because you went back to your room and called the front desk. Well, yeah, like, I just wanted it to stop. I go to sleep. Yeah. So you called the front desk, the the uh, the well,
1: uh, maintenance dude. And also, I figured those guys were probably scared shitless, and they were going to end up calling front desk first or the cop first. Yeah, right. You, it, right, right. you I'm want right, right? I'm like, nah, the, that ain't going to happen. I'm you to be, be the, the get, like, a, get get off first. This shit yeah.
2: now. So we called front desk, the maintenance dude comes up, the maintenance door guy goes over the door, he knocks on the door. Who is it? Yeah, this is maintenance. Maintenance, security. Like who what is it? Maintenance or security? It's like security. Show me your badge. Yeah, I don't have a badge. Open the door. Now nah, we ain't opening shit. And then you got to open the door. The going, one, the we opened shit. Fuck you, fatso. They started calling him fatso.
1: And then, and then the one guy behind him, I don't know if you heard him, kept yelling in the back going, nobody's here. I didn't hear that. No, I didn't hear that.
2: That's why I was, Dude, that's why... I don't know. It was kind of funny a little bit. <laughs> so the... <laughs> So the maintenance dude the maintenance dude he just his shoulders fall and he's like, All right, I'm gonna call the cops. So he leaves, he goes downstairs, he goes to call the cops. You go back, you're like, I'm out of here. You go back in and go to bed. Yeah. Me, Ledbetter, and Fane are standing out in the hall. We're waiting. We want to see these guys get dra- drug out of there. I'm like, I can't wait to see these guys mouth off to the fucking cops and get fucking dragged down the hallway by their necks. I can't wait to see this.
1: Well, I came out just in time when the cops so, came back and they and they sent like four big gorilla cops too. They were so big. They <laughs> were big. With three big. Fully, fully
2: scrapped too. Yep. So they got there. What? So it took them a while to get there. It took them probably twenty, maybe fifteen minutes, between fifteen and twenty minutes to get there. And while we were waiting for them, we were standing out in the hallway, and I started looking down the hallway, and there's all kinds of fucking food debris, which wasn't there when we came back to the hotel. I would have, I would have seen all of it, but there was French fries and pickles and hamburger buns. There was ketchup smeared on the wall. And there was like there was a uh, McDonald's or a Burger King bag. It was like stuffed on in, into into the Lumbered wedged door, into somebody's right. door, and it was like just mm-hmm. such juvenile shit. We we're sitting there. I was like, what the fuck, man? So we wait for the cops to come. The cops come. They go directly to the, the, they, they come up with the security guy, the security guy walks them over to the room, and they go bang on the door, and then they're all acting like they're sleeping. And then we they, can hear the whole conversation. Uh, uh,
1: they, they ask for the ID too. What's your ID?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's see your ID, and then they can see that it's looking, three,
1: there's a, three, three cops with guns on them. Yeah, there's a giant cops standing right out the door. Mm.
2: So he changed his tune once he saw that it was actual cops. And then he came in and he was like, oh, no, we've been all been asleep here for 45 minutes and uh, yeah, nothing's been going on. No, nobody's left there. No, we, nobody would ever do that. with a, That's totally out of character. No, none of us would ever do that. We wouldn't. No, no. So. I'd gone they, back to bed by then. he had gone back to bed. I, I was I was disappointed that I didn't get to see him. <clears throat> Dragged down the hallway by their beat. throat. And yeah, I really wanted, I was really that's, in the that's mood. That's when you
1: want to see the YouTube video that comes Yeah, the
2: I had somebody. my phone ready. My phone was ready, it was on camera, and I was ready for them to drag them out. I was going to record it all and put it on YouTube and tell the whole story about what dickheads they were. And they didn't,
1: they weren't, they didn't get dragged out. I was so disappointed. Cops, so cops just don't beat the right dudes. That's the problem. Yeah, not always. Those guys, those guys, those guys had it coming. Yeah, they definitely deserved it. So not uh, that all cops do that. That's my disclaimer. So there's, there's good cops. <laughs> there you go. The, uh, so
2: after the cops came, they didn't. There was nothing left. They weren't going to do anything else. They knew that. They knew that the next move was they were going to jail. So. It was totally quiet for the rest of the night. But uh, when I opened my door to go into my room, there was a french fry about three feet into my room. So at some point, while I was over at Ledbetter and Fane's room, the dude had whipped a french fry underneath the door of my room. Uh, at one point, while the cops were in there, they sent the young kid out to pick up all the shit on the floor out there, which he only got about half of it was still all kinds of shit out there. Um, so that's the end of the night comes whatever. I go to bed. I get up the next morning. They have a continental breakfast in this place. And I go down to the continental breakfast. And who do I see sitting at the table as the little, the little gremlin looking? A little the little bald dude. Yeah, little bald dude. The little my precious. You know, little 40-year-old dipshit. he was sitting there with two of his friends and there was a there was a a, there was a stool open right next to him and so I walked over and I straddled the stool and I got about a half an inch away from his face with my nasty shit unbrushed mouth and I said you're a
1: cunt that's a terrible word to use yeah but it was perfect it was so perfect
2: he was like what what and he started looking around the room and like pointing at me he was like hey uh, I just walked away from him I feel like I won that continental breakfast wasn't very good at that hotel that's amazing but, but then
1: they comped our rooms. Yeah, so they, they, comped comped our, our
2: rooms. they comped our rooms. We weren't paying for them. The guy across the street was paying for them. Yeah, but the, the good owner. The club owner was paying for them. But the good news is that, you know, the next time either of us were, are there, he'll remember that we got him his 500
1: bucks back for the two, for the three rooms. And supposedly the clerk lady told told you and me. Yes, I hope this and, is true. And me said, not only are your rooms comped, but we're charging your rooms... To those guys. To 311, yeah. And it was like $450 worth of rooms. Yeah. Our, our three rooms came out like uh, 450
2: bucks. I really hope they did. That would be such poetic justice.
1: Yeah, <clears> they had it coming.
2: Yeah, they more than had it coming. They had more than that coming, but I think that's better than uh, getting their ass beat. <laughs> Anyway, so, that was That was our first gig. That was our first night. The to Wausau. Our first night, our first gig. Uh, oh, holy moly. We're going around. Who we are. Are we in Elgin already?
1: No, we're close to it. Oh. It
2: was we're getting off. We just got off uh, I 90. We were on 90 from uh, coming home from Beloit. And we're getting off 90 now to head somewhere close to Elgin. We're close to Elgin. What time is it? Uh, it's got to be close to midnight.
1: That's a, a little after 11. A little after 11. That's
2: 11:30. How late is uh?
0: What is the place called?
1: What? Portillo's. Portillo's. Oh, they're
2: Yeah, I figured they would be. <clears throat> I figured they would be, but for whatever reason, I thought we were going to be getting in much later. So I had a slight hope when you said 1130 that maybe they were open till midnight. I think
1: they close at 10.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's Monday. Do they have later hours on the weekends?
1: They might. I don't even know. Hmm.
2: That hot dog, man. I can't wait to go to O'Hare
1: tomorrow when I have three of them. Ah. <sighs> Gotcha, you didn't it, I thought it just yeah you. yep. The
2: i hit, took a long time man my stomach wasn't right when i got here and it took it took like three days four days actually i think i just how long have i been here five days
1: yeah you got here a week ago wednesday
2: yeah yeah so i've been here for five days and it took until today it took four days mm-hmm. for me to get my <coughs> right appetite back we went out as soon as I got here. We went out to um, to Indian food, and I, I mean, I could, I could. We went to a buffet, and I could put it away. I could put the Indian food away, and I had about a, 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 just a little bit more than a plate. You disappointed me. Yeah, a little bit more than a plate, and I was just just wasn't feeling right. And then we, and then that night we I mean, went I'd out to. I Port- up really early too, so. Yeah, then we went to Portello's, and that's when I really knew I wasn't right because. Uh
1: did
2: finish that beef, that beautiful beef. Yeah, I got, a, I got, a, I got an Italian beef and sausage combo, and I got about not it's even recording. not even half. No, I didn't no. even get halfway through it. I was less than halfway through it, and I was like, I, I can't do it. And then you handed me your hot dog. and You were like, I wanted to taste it because it looked really interesting because I had all this shit on it I'd never put on a hot dog in my life. So I was like, I want to take taste it. So I took one bite of it, and it tasted amazing. But I just couldn't get anything more down.
1: And then my stomach was like that for three days. I just. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the whole fucking thing. You know, you got New York pizza and Chicago pizza, and everyone says, "Oh, this is the best." This is the best. It's two different animals. But the hot dog is not. And yeah, yeah. I, and I had this. I had actually Jason Ritchie's girlfriend. Telling me how much better New York hot dogs were than Chicago hot dogs. Until she had one. <laughs> no, she still didn't. Oh. Huh. She would. I don't. I don't think she would admit to it, even if she did. So I, I'm not sure. Didn't but, they? Didn't they go to Portello's oh, right before yeah. they got on the plane? And they well, got Jason, like six. Jason fell in love with Italian beef. Sandwiches. They got
2: like six Italian beef sandwiches and uh, brought them uh, back to the New Orleans. The time they said Yeah. the,
1: the, the, the well, they, they were living in Southern Indiana at the time, and he, and they stopped on on the way out of town and loaded up and brought a bunch home with them. <clears throat> but she got in this thing with me and, and and here's my disclaimer I will say this I do enjoy a New York dog. I like the kraut I like what's that the the red uh, onion uh, sauce kind of stuff that they put on with the kraut. Oh I don't know I don't know anything about New York It's kind of like dogs. a spicy tomatoey onion thing oh. that, they, that they put on with the kraut on the hot dog too is it like is
2: it like chutney at like indian like, not, like that oniony sure. uh, onion it's oniony not, tomatoy thing
1: i don't know exactly what it is man but you know i guess the classic is just what kraut and and, and mustard on uh, on the new york and then they have this like spicy kind of tomatoy kind of sauce that's mixed with onions that you could put on with the kraut too all right And I I do enjoy a good New York hot dog, but I'm going to say this, and I don't care who disagrees with me, because you're just wrong.
2: He's taking a stand, folks.
1: There is no comparison. The Chicago hot dog is the king of all hot dogs.
2: Yeah, I've been been wrong my whole life. I'm all right with that.
1: You see... I've been wrong. I'm a total convert. I'm a total convert. The Chicago hot dog was conceived... So that every component of that hot dog 100% complements the next component. Yeah. So that they all work in beautiful harmonious conjunction to have this, the most immaculately, beautifully constructed flavor explosion in your mouth.
2: Yeah, but have, so have, but having said that, there's gotta be a thousand different places that have a thousand different ways to make a Chicago hot dog like there'll be like no listen listen hear me out there'll be some that use this kind of pickle and some that use that kind of pickle and some that use this kind of relish and some that use that kind of relish no so there's a gotta
1: the Chicago hot dog is a dill pickle
2: yeah, but there's a thousand different dill pickles. No, there's some... that. What are you talking about? It's a dill, dill pickles do dill pickle. There no. There be a thousand different brands, but... That's what I'm saying. There's a thousand different brands of dill pickle, and they vary incredibly. That, so, listen, that, the one at Portello's, uh, the
1: pickle it's a, on that it's a, it's is a very, very, very... Well, very see, here's, um, here's the thing, and and, you, and this is all I can explain to you is, I'm from Chicago, I grew up in Chicago, it's my whole life. It's a very specific st- t- style of dill pickle. Okay. That's what you're going to go for. It was so a really
2: mild, it was really <clears throat> mild. It wasn't too vinegary. Right. It really complemented, that's what I, it really complemented the hot dog well. Right. It was such a mild right. pickle. But that's what I'm saying. So, if you go into downtown Chicago, there could be, they could use a ton of different pickles. No, it, it really doesn't. There's, it's so no matter where you go, it's all, they're almost always identical. They're almost always identical. Wow. Exactly.
1: Except for, like I said, if only Taco good. Bell could get that shit right. <laughs> right. If only Taco Bell could be that consistent. There, but like I said, there is a, a there is also another old school version that doesn't have the pickle <laughs> or right. tomatoes. It, right. Right. You were explaining that yeah. to me earlier. And and it's just as good. uh it, it's hard hard to explain. It's just as good without it and those, which do you prefer it's what I'm in the mood for and, here, and here, ah. here, here's the difference the places that don't serve the uh the pickle or the tomato with it uh generally have fresh cut hand cut fries like the fr- the fresh hand cut fries with the skin on and all that stuff yeah yeah up. and what and it, it's kind of like uh th- there's a uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for a uh, uh Oh my God! Compliment? You know, <clears throat> sorry. And it, it, not like a scientific, uh, almost equation. Ah. Uh. That those dogs with the with the fresh cut hand fries, the fries go in the wrapper with the dog. So when they roll it up, the fries get stuck to the hot dog inside the hot dog. Huh. And then when you open it up. You pull all the fries that fall away from the hot dog on the side, but you always leave a few of the fries that are stuck to the hot dog and the onions and relish on the hot dog, Ooh. and then you eat it that way. And that is another. So, so it's just oh, like what you're so in the there's mood three different moves here. All right, it's, it's what you're in, it's what you're what's what you're, it's you know what you're in the mood for. No, it's it's just the two. It's just it's just whenever you go to one of those places that that, that don't do the pickle and uh, tomato thing. That's the way they do it. The one with the Chicago, with the pickle and the tomatoes on it, generally serve the French fries in their own little container. You know, I think
2: we could do do a TV show where you just take me around
1: to Chicago. Anthony Bourdain loves the Chicago hot dog. Yeah, and the one that I just explained, the one with with, uh, where the French fries stick to it. There's a place called Jimmy's Red Hots on the south side of Chicago, and that was the one that he went to, and he was, like, in awe of it. Hmm. Next time I come here, I want to go there. I think he even said, I think he even admitted that the Chicago hot dog was far superior to the the New York one, and he's a New York guy. Oh, shit. That's that's some goddamn blaspheme right there from
2: New Yorkums. Yeah, so there you have it. Well, if I've learned, if there's anything I can take away from this trip with you, it's that your fucking, your food IQ is right up there. You got, you're a fucking, you're in the Mensa. That's a a
1: dubious honor, my friend. (laughs) Considering the shape I'm in, that's a dubious honor, but I'll take it. I've had more conversations about food with you
2: in the last five days than I've had in the last year with I, anyone. I, I am a foodie. I like food. I love
1: cooking too. So that's one
2: of the. Oh things. man. I'm glad I'm I'm not glad. I'm bummed I missed out on that. I wish we would have had a, could have got something, some, we, a home if we cooked had, moss. Yeah, If
1: We had more time where we we're like hanging out the, at the house. You would have got some good home cooking. I'm
2: telling you, I'm going to come over. I'm going to bring my family. We're all going to hang out because I was texting my wife. The little
1: flasher? You ringing the little yeah. flasher
2: right? <laughs> So I was, I was doing FaceTime. As we were getting to the gig earlier, uh, I... Railroad ran, checks. Railroad checks. Okay. Off, here we go. go. <laughs> Gouges bell. <laughs> All right. We made it over. As I was getting to the uh, gig earlier, uh, right before my wife puts my son down to bed, since I've gotten here, What if they, the
1: last thing they hear is, DEAR?
2: And then this. If I just left the, if I just stopped the, if yeah. I just stopped the you, podcast you, yeah. after you yelled, deer, and then there was just no more podcast. Yeah. And then I went, then I went silent on Facebook. We both went silent on Facebook. Then we could get in touch with us. Our phones off. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> so. It's uh, disturbing. So I I was doing FaceTime with my son earlier, and for whatever reason, he didn't have any pants on. My wife uh, felt it necessary to keep showing us both his dink. So, <laughs> the little flasher boy. That was, uh, he was r- proud of it. Dude, he was man. proud of it. God yeah, bless him. He was proud of his little zebra. <clears throat> his little zebada, that's Arabic for penis. Nice no, zebada. So you learn something new every day No, nope,
1: that's well, Arabic know, for penis Earl Hooker was Zebedee was that anything? I never heard. what Zebedee yeah anyways go ahead Zabadabadooby
2: um so what else we were talking about something else before we got wrapped up in Zabda. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna bring my family out here because I've been texting, texting my wife. I was like, "You, you would love the mosses. They're awesome, and we gotta come out here and just, just when we don't have, there's no gigs, and we have, you know, you like four or five days just to hang out and do whatever. So we're gonna come out here sometime this summer when there's a lull. We'll try and figure it out enough in advance before my son turns three so we don't have to buy him a seat <laughs>
1: that's right yeah
2: so he turns three in July so we got uh, what does that give us I think we got five months sometime Gee. in the next five months we're gonna bring the family back out here and we're gonna go Take Chicago by storm. It's not that
1: far of a cover I did.
2: I do it all yeah, the time. Yeah, what is day. it, like uh, 18 hours, 20 hours?
1: You could do it in 15,
2: 16. Oh. Yeah, it's not too bad.
1: not that bad at all.
2: I think it would be tough with a two-and-a-half-year-old, yeah, though. I up. think that's a lot, that's stop, a lot for stop him.
1: Stop in, uh, in Cleveland. Go check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then you finish the next thing.
2: I think we probably would fly. It's Because I, I can get I, I can dude, get pretty cheap flights. I like flights. I like
1: flying too, but I, I got to tell you, hey, check this out. Listen, my kid, before when we when my listen, sh- young, I I drove her all across the country because mm-hmm. I'm in a van all the time, and I see some of the greatest things that most people in offices will never see yeah. ever. That's the one thing that 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 helps me get by, knowing that I make less money than most people in offices. Yeah as a musician but one thing that gets me by is like I've seen some of the most incredible things in in the last 25 years of my life doing what I do I've driven all over this country of ours and I've seen some of the greatest things stuff that people will never even imagine is out there and and see and I've taken my daughter since she was young enough whenever I could and put her in the car with me
0: Yeah.
1: and show you gotta do that you gotta take the kid in a car and show them America Show them America, bro. That's cool. Well, I would like to do that. Having said that, having said I would like to do that,
2: I probably will fly out.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: Because listen, because you didn't let me finish, so yeah. check this out. There's this, there's, there's this app for your phone called Hopper. Yeah. You can get flights for stupid cheap.
1: Okay.
2: Stupid cheap. If I told you how, what my flight was to come out here round trip, you wouldn't believe me. You just used Hopper. I just used Hopper. I did it it was literally right after I got off the phone with you and you were like, "Yeah, I got 4 gigs we're going to do them." And I was like, "All yes. right." I went on Hopper and I booked the flight and it was $65 round trip. Oh my god. Right?
1: That's awesome.
2: That's what the fuck I'm saying, dude? It ended up being like 120. Do you have to- with uh with taxes and shit? Yeah, do you have to like But then I had to but then I had to I thought my the bag that I brought every other airline it's been a checkable bag. And for whatever reason, JetBlue wouldn't, I mean, not a checkable, a, a carry on size bag. Every other airline I've ever flown on, I bought it specifically because it met all the criteria. Uh, but when I went on JetBlue, they made me check it and it cost me another 50 bucks. So So, now you just, so it was 100,
1: so 170 bucks round so now trip. You was just what. basically it, demolished the whole idea of hopper bike. No, them, if. I ended a Hustler 170.
2: So listen, it was it was 120. That's still 120 bucks round trip. Okay. From Boston to Chicago, that's pretty. That you know, I would have been fine if I had a if I had a carry on. If I just would have brought a small, you can bring enough. I could have. I would have brought it if I thought it was if I knew I was going to cost me another 50 bucks. I would have brought a carry on. But check this out. Hey, listen. This is a, this is a proud moment for me tonight. Maybe so we can get I had Hopper to, to sponsor your podcast. That's what I'm saying. So this Hopper, a, are you listening? Listen up, Hopper. Hopper, give us some flights. Hopper, get a hold of them. So, Nick David, ridiculous Nicholas podcast. That's right. Check us out. So after the gig tonight, a dude you came up to me. you got over
1: four li- listeners. I've,
2: I have a, over four listeners, over four, but under ten, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh. Worthy. I had a dude come to me. A dude came up to me at after the gig tonight, and he already had owned the record, but he he lost it. And I didn't have any records on me, and he still bought a record from me. Nice. So the dude that already owned the record, and I didn't have any copies. I didn't have a physical copy to give me, but he bought the record and asked me to send it send it to him later. So that's cool. I had I had three uh, download cards in my wallet, and I sold those.
1: I'm here to tell you we're 3.8 miles from my house.
2: All right, well, we're going to wrap this up pretty shortly here. Um, this has been a really fun trip. I I just really enjoyed it. I really liked hanging out with 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 Nick and. Uh,
1: we didn't we didn't even get to the spiritual part no nah, man guess, like, we had listen like, the first night that we we like, hung you know, out
2: in the kitchen for two hours and we talked and it was heavy man we had a really heavy really heavy heart-to-heart talk and it was you know i'm not ashamed i i was crying man it was a really heavy conversation and it made me feel a lot closer to you and uh you know like you're my brother. I feel like we're brothers. I made it weird, like Pete uh, Holmes. Yeah, he made it weird. <laughs> that's the other thing that, we, he played this, he played this, uh, now, now I have to listen to You Made It Weird by Pete Holmes, but that's a, another I mean, podcast. Pete
1: Holmes is listening, I love his podcast too. Oh
2: my god, we were listening to this, this bit he used to do when he was a writer for some TV show, and him and, and this other writer for the TV I show they did this thing about it started off as the you're beautiful who's that guy james blunt james blunt so it started off where they were where they were uh, uh they were making fun of the singer james blunt and they would go you're beautiful and then they were making fun of him that he was actually a chicken because every once in a while he'd, he'd accidentally cluck yeah and then he's like no nothing nothing what so you'd be like, you're beautiful, and then you'd be like, no, nothing. What? So then it just it, then it just evolved into this chicken that was this kind of failed. Like one time he was a big star, then yeah. he was this fa- this failed recording artist, and he had one hit that was called Not
1: Feeling It. Not feeling it. Not feeling it. Not feeling it. And so
2: they would sing that song, Not Feeling It. And then he had a, he had one other. Uh, this one wasn't as big of a hit, but this one was uh, called "Moss Little Chunk of Shame. Oh, do you hear how I, I made it bluesy there? Uh, I bent the note
0: a little bit. You hear that?
2: So so we've just been goofing on this the whole time. It's really funny. Listen to the "You Made It Weird" by Pete Holmes. We are back at the Moss Residence, the Rancho de Rhythm, the Rancho de Moss. That's right. And, uh. That's my recording studio Richard, at Day Rhythm. Oh, is it? Is that the studio? I got, I got to listen to a lot of, uh. Now we're
1: sitting in the dark in my driveway.
2: I got to listen to a lot of the Nick Moss Band new record and it's gonna well, be used fucking to call, when badass. I, when, when I
1: was in high school, we used to call it parking. You just turn <laughs> Nick and Nick went we just parking turned, together. We just turn the lights off and sit in the car with it running and see what
2: happens. Yeah, or yeah. Parking. I have to pee first before we start anything, alright? <laughs> <laughs> Why? All right. Why? <laughs> Why we All right, it? you're kickier than I thought. Why waste? <laughs> All right. So we're back <laughs> at the mossen. Not feeling it. it. Not feeling it. I'm definitely not feeling that.
1: Anyways,
2: thank you for listening to this episode of the Ridiculous Nicholas Podcast. It's Nicholas and Dominic. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. He's no, not sure. a Nicholas. He's a Dominic.
1: Yes, I'm a Dominic. You're ridiculous. I'm Dom Domini- Do- Dominic- Nicholas. You're Dominic. Nicholas. I'm Dom Dominic- Nicholas. Dominic. Nicholas, Ridiculous
2: Nicholas. Alright. Right. We're over and out. So long, suckers. I'm not
0: feeling it. I'm definitely not feeling that. Uh... The Ridiculous Nicholas podcast is brought to you by Pizza 911 of Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, their website is pizza911nh.com, and their phone number is 603-625-2201. They have awesome pizza, calzone, subs, you name it, fried fare, sandwiches, um, and they provide us with all our food on Sundays when we record the Ridiculous Nicholas podcast. So give them a call, let them know that you heard about them on our podcast, and they will give you a free order of breadsticks. Again, it's 603-625-2201. And we are also brought to you by Team Link of Hookset New Hampshire. Uh, their website is teamlinkhooksetnh.com. A great place to train, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mixed martial arts, boxing, kickboxing, karate, uh, whatever it is you're looking to study. Uh, they have a great instructors over there. I've been training there for four years. Um, you can check them out at teamlinkhooksatnh.com, and you can also call them at 603-641-3444. Uh, ask for Ed Carr. Let them know you heard about them on the podcast. They will give you a free T-shirt and 30 days of free lessons.